One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, besties, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters, real talk, and lols. You're joined, as always, by me, your host, Belle Crawford. On the show, part two of my conversation with the truth doctor, Dr. Courtney Tracy, a world-renowned psychotherapist, clinical entrepreneur, and mental health content creator who shares relatable and no BS mental health info with her two million followers. If you haven't listened to part one yet, you might want to listen to that first and then come back to this episode. In part two, we chat about ways we can improve our mental health, the roles of our logical and emotional parts of the brain and how we can use them to our advantage, Dr. Courtney's strategies for handling her borderline personality disorder and how to set boundaries with difficult people. Here's part two of my conversation with the truth doctor. There are so many things we can do to take care, better care of our mental health, but what are some things we can all do to make sure that we are taking really good care of ourselves mentally? Well, I think to take care of yourself mentally is to take care of yourself in all ways. And so I, what I usually like people to do, if they're just curious and want to do like a self-checkup, is to write down these four areas so physical, what are your physical needs? Are you drinking water, eating healthy, getting good sleep, taking your medication, having sex, whatever you need to do to meet your physical needs and looking at those. Then your mental needs. Are you talking negatively about yourself? Are you doing anything to bring joy or creativity to your life? Are you ruminating on the negative things over and over again that are causing you low self-esteem? Are you doing self-care to remind yourself that you love yourself? So there's physical, there's emotional, and then there's also spiritual. I think people forget that a lot. Either they attach it to religion or they just think it's woo-woo. But you have purpose and meaning for your life. And purpose and meaning doesn't really fall under mental and doesn't fall under physical, falls under spiritual. And what I wrote my dissertation on actually is that even in addiction, if we treat the physical and the mental, 60 to 80% of people who successfully complete treatment relapse. And one of the core reasons why is because, sure, my mental health is stable, my physical health is stable, but why am I here on this planet? Why am I alive? What is the point? And that can lead to a quick plummet if those questions aren't answered. So it's taking a look at that as well. So physical, mental, spiritual, and finally, interpersonal and environmental. But if our external environment or our relationships are still toxic, are still traumatizing, are still dangerous or unsafe, we're, we are products of our environment, both inside and out. So that's going to be really difficult to heal if your relationships don't change, if your environment doesn't change. And taking this inventory often, whether it's once a year or twice a year, and taking a look at how am I taking care of myself physically, mentally, spiritually, and interpersonally and in my relationships and environment. That's such good advice. I think what you said about the toxic environments or, you know, there's so many different factors I think it can be quite scary or hard to remove yourselves from those sometimes, especially if it's a family situation or a work situation and it's, it hasn't been that easy. Maybe you've got family to support. You know, it's not like you can just get a job tomorrow. Even though we can take the right steps to get ourselves in a different environment, 
what would some of your advice around that be? And I guess a, a lot of that comes down to setting boundaries, but removing yourselves from situations that are really hard to remove yourselves from. Yeah, well, boundaries are absolutely key. And I think people often confuse like what boundaries are. You know, sometimes boundaries are like, they are used as ultimatums. And you can say a boundary in the same way as it being an ultimatum or a boundary, but it's your intention behind it. So an ultimatum is like, if you don't stop doing this, then I'm going to do this. That's like, you must change. That's the intention is you change. But you can also say, if you keep doing this, then I'm going to do this. And that's a boundary. It's like, I don't care if you don't, if I don't care if you don't stop doing it. You know, I'm not trying to change you. This isn't an ultimatum. This is, if you stay the same, I'm going to need to change. So you're putting a boundary around yourself. Boundaries are not telling somebody else what to do. They're creating a safe barrier around yourself. So yes, boundaries are the first step for sure. And it can be difficult to set boundaries. It can be so difficult, especially in relationships with parents or partners. It's like, oh my God, how are they going to react? I don't want to deal with their reaction. I already can't deal with it. And so I think one really important tip is to test the waters. I call this testing your fear line. Getting You want to get your body and your mind used to their response. So maybe you're trying to set a boundary with your mom and you have this huge boundary that you want to set, like stop talking to me about money and your like your love life. But like, you know that, that she would get super triggered by something like that. Just you saying no, don't to anything emotional or stressful to her. So instead, try saying no to something like random. Like, oh, hey, sweetie, like you want to go get lunch? Like, oh, no, I can't. I'm like very firm. Don't give your reason why. Like, oh, I can't, but I would love to next week or I wish I could and I'm really sorry. It's just, no, I can't do that right now. Thanks for the offer. And it may seem cold to you and you may actually get a response like, wow, like that was really cold. Like what the hell or something. And, but you're able to see, okay, what's their response to something small? What's my response to their response to something small? And you're sort of building your tolerance over time and creating like small shifts and these environments and these relationships so that you can then feel more confident in yourself and the other person or the whoever is in the environment can like kind of get used to you doing that as well. It doesn't seem so shocking to either of you. Yeah, that's really helpful advice as well. We can all use. We've talked about self-care. What are some of your go-to self-care practices that you use to take really good care of yourself? Yeah, I I never know what to say for this question. <laughs> but the reason for that is because it's really all about pausing for me. So yeah, like that's a mindfulness technique. But, you know, having borderline personality disorder, part one of the major symptoms for me was impulsivity. It was just having a feeling and then I'm going to give a reaction. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to go use, I'm going to hurt someone, whatever it was, um, not physically, but like hurt them emotionally. So for me, it was, I needed to create space between what my immediate reaction was in my body and in my mind, and then the action as a result of that. And so creating an ability to pause three seconds, five seconds, emotions only last 90 seconds but then we attach our story to them. Like, oh, I'm feeling anxious. God, I'm feeling anxious, but I shouldn't be anxious. And I'm anxious because of this person and my anxiety is going to get in the way. And it goes on and on. And so that's why we keep feeling the physiological emotion when it actually just can go away in like 90 seconds, but we're humans and we can think. <laughs> and so I create enough space. And sometimes it's not, you know, if it's three to five seconds when I'm having a conversation, perhaps, 
But if I get triggered by something, an email, or I like lost a competition I was in, or somebody left a mean comment, there is more time in those moments to just wait. Don't respond, pause, integrate how I'm feeling. Is this attached to any core memory? Am I going to have an inappropriate, out of proportion response to what's going on? So my, my literal advice for any mental health issue, because that's how the brain works, is pause. Give yourself time to let the front part of your brain, which is the logical, rational, problem-solving part of your brain, kick into gear. Because your emotional part of your brain is going to activate first. And your emotional brain is programmed to shut off the front of your brain because your emotional brain will save your life more quickly than the front part of your brain. So you have to pause and let your front brain kick in to make the better decision. It's so helpful. That's really interesting. So you, yeah, your emotional part of your brain actually is more advanced than your other part of your brain. Well, the emotional part of your brain is actually not more advanced, but it's stronger because through evolution, our brain developed from our core physiological heartbeat, breathing, sleeping, sex to emotions, love, connection, hate, fear. So it's stronger when you're born. And your frontal brain, and that's why you get smarter and more logical and less impulsive as you get older, because your frontal brain is starting to grow, get those systems in place. But you, we are just programmed for our emotional brain to take off first through the course of evolution. That's how species have survived. So as humans, we have to say, wait, I can think, I can pause. I'm not just an emotional being. I also have the ability to be rational. We'll continue the rest of our conversation with Dr. Courtney soon. But first, we're an independent podcast and there are some easy ways you can support us. Hit follow to subscribe on your podcast app. Whether you're listening on Spotify or Apple, we're on all of them. Select automatic downloads. If you're enjoying listening, leave us a five-star rating and write us a kind review. Show us where you're listening and post it on your Instagram story. Tag us at Self Love Club Podcast so we can see and share. Share the link with your friends, listen to our three-year backlog, and keep up with us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Belle Crawford and also Belle underscore. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Profit on TikTok. Here's the rest of our chat with The Truth Doctor. For those who are listening that may not know what borderline personality disorder is, what is it? Borderline personality disorder is a an emotional dysregulation disorder that is usually caused by childhood trauma, but can also have some genetic influence as well. And basically what it is, is you develop an inability to have a core sense of self. That's why it's a personality disorder versus a different type of mental health disorder. And so it's like, you don't really know who you are or who other people are because you grew up with figures in your life that were inconsistent. They loved you and then they didn't love you. They harmed you and then they didn't harm you. And so you weren't able to ever build a good connection with somebody else 
or mirror who you were off of loving, kind parents. So if you don't know who you are and you are scared of your environment, then you're going to have push and pull relationships. You're going to be impulsive because you don't have emotional control because things are so chaotic that can lead to self-harm, suicidality, substance use. So essentially it's just, it's the most chaotic experience of self and worlds that you can have because there's just no stability that it's up and down every second. And so it is really difficult to treat. Yeah. That's, I mean, it sounds like you've talked about some of the things you experienced from having that, but how do you treat it? That sounds like an absolute ride to treat, you know, to, to not only treat, but to experience on a, on a daily regular basis. Yeah, it really is. Most therapists actually still today refuse to treat people with borderline personality disorder. Um, And the number one intervention for it is dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT. And what's interesting is the creator of DBT was a therapist who had borderline personality disorder and was sick of people saying that it was untreatable. And the pillars of, of DBT are mindfulness and meditation, learning to pause, and interpersonal communication, learning how to stand up for yourself, learning how to accept the opinions of other people. And it also is about like being able to have a core sense of self. So how do you not shift who you are based off of your environment and start to learn to love yourself because you identify who you are, which is something you weren't able to do in your childhood? Do you think over time learning to love yourself more was able to help you with that disorder? Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the main things for me, I think of why I developed it was my mother just does not have any love for herself at all. I just watched her have low self-esteem, go up and down in relationships, gambling issues, being home, not being home. And then she didn't put love on me that much. So as a child, it's hard to love yourself if your parents don't love you and one of them isn't even around. And it's secondly hard when the people that you're looking to, to say, what does it look like to love yourself? And they don't either. So through this course of healing from borderline trauma, anxiety, addiction, it was understanding that one, I can love myself just as a human being who went through experiences and came out with these issues that I want to resolve, but also that I'm not just damaged. I'm not just the child of parents that couldn't get their shit together. I am a human being. And I think every day I remind myself of that. And I hope that everybody that's listening with mental health issues can remind themselves of that too. These are a result. Our symptoms are a result of the things that we have experienced. We are not the result of the things we are that we've experienced, we are the people who have experienced them. And it's important to separate that and be able to love ourselves as human beings and define ourselves as that and not as what we've been through. Yeah, that's really beautiful and such a such a great message. To wrap up, what is some advice that you would give your younger self, knowing what you know now, all the success you've had? What would you tell little Courtney? I love that question. It makes me emotional (laughs) because, and this is the advice I give to all my clients too. um, And it's don't numb. It's don't numb yourself. Like emotions are hard, right? They hurt. They're painful. Losing someone's painful. Feeling awful about ourselves is painful. But if we numb those feelings, they don't go away. And it's important to address them. 
Yeah, that's such beautiful advice. And even you saying that you got emotional about that, I was like, oh my God, I'm an empath, <laughs> so I'll probably pick up on that. Like the, the emotional thing made me teary. And that's advice for other people, but what would be some other advice that you would like to share among all the other advice that you've given us today? I would say to share your story. As somebody who has a license that the world tells me I should lose because I'm honest about my mental health issues, one, that didn't happen. Two, the people who gave me licensure are grateful that I'm sharing my story. So if you have a mental health story that you want to share, share it. Even if it just helps one other person, think about it. Have you ever heard a story that changed your life? You don't know how many other people heard that story. So maybe your story can be that one story that somebody else needs. Oh, that's so beautiful and totally separately off topic. But before we started recording, you t- you were telling me that because you're in L.A. time, I said, are you in L.A.? And you said Laguna Beach, the hills. And we're like, oh, my goodness, we loved that show growing up. Yes, 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 yes. And and it is exactly like it is portrayed on TV. <laughs> oh, well, I often watch it. Even the reboots they've done of the hills, which are very sad. They've already canceled the next one. It's not happening. It makes me want to go there. All the beautiful shot, the pan panoramic views it's just beautiful yes it is really like that (laughs) (laughs) and your school you were saying that your school they nearly put it on there but the principal said no yes yeah so Laguna Beach I was supposed to be Dana Hills High instead of Laguna Beach High but our principal said nope and it's probably because I was actually going there at the time and we had a very um you wouldn't want to put the culture on TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, thank you so much for your time today. Everything you're doing and putting out in the world, it's very much appreciated and and keep doing it. We really, really appreciate having you on today. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Club. You can watch short videos of this conversation on our Instagram. It's at Self Love Club Podcast. Hit follow to keep up with us. We'll be back in your podcast feed soon. Make sure you hit follow so you're subscribed. Illy the most. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.